We are live. PWO Podcast World Order, what wrestling is, was, and should be. I'm your host, Matt. I got all the hand gestures today. I got Ben from Colorado right over here. Here. Other way. I'm mm-hmm. here and everything's different. I, got I am. You are all American. American heel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that AEW polo. Inner circle polo. It might have to happen. I got the D. You know, old school D White, he's right down here. That's right, right here. He is the best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be. I don't know why I just glitched on that for a second. I apologize. He's pretty much the the hitman, Jeff Hall. Wrestling Pierce. <laughs> you gotta take me out after this. And of course we have the head of talent relations, the cod father, Ryan Coddington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag people power. That is not so, Todd Sinclair. Not Todd Sinclair. I know. So real quick. As long as your Otis doesn't pie me in the face, I'll be people power for however long you need me. <laughs> uh, we we're, have, we're, we're scheduled to have Zicky Dice tonight, uh, NWA TV champion. Um, we believe he's having some technical issues, so hopefully he's going to be able to join us before the end of our show. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about some of the current uh, things happening in wrestling. And uh, we have a quick lineup here. So we had some new people who are going to come on the show. Codfather, you want to tell them who we have? Uh, 100%. So um, starting on Saturday with our premiere of Power Hour, um, we are going to have the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis on. We're going to kick back some beers. We're pulling some fans. We're going to chit-chat. We're going to BS. We're going to have a good time. Um, Monday, the 18th, we will have and we will have uh, Ring of Honor legend Kerry Silken on. You do not want to miss that one, especially with some of his recent tweets about cocaine. Um, <laughs> and Ric Flair. And woo-woo. Um, on Thursday, the 21st, we will have uh, Ring of Honor play-by-play man Ian Riccoboni. Uh, Monday, the 25th, um, Memorial Day. Um, we would love to have... Um, any type of wrestling talent on, um, but we will still have a show. So uh, stay tuned for more information on that. Uh, May 28th, we have uh, Jared Silverclite coming on the show. Uh, and that is Trust Fund Approved. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, <laughs> circling around now to June. Um, on June 1st, we have the Ace of Space. That is Mr. LSG Leon St. Giovanni. Um, that Friday the 4th, uh, still looking to be booked. And then Monday, June 8th, um, NWA amazing superstar, Camille. Yeah, and, you know, Ryan, you need to uh, pat yourself on the back. Go ahead. Give yourself a nice uh, – Can you see go. it? Can you, can you it? see it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Do it. Because I didn't know you, the great thing. Any of you know that, uh, that, that are regular watchers of NWA Power knows that uh, – Having Camille on here to speak is no Thank small you. thing. It's no small silence, thing. So. Silence will not be golden. She they, is they, silent but violent. They had no much. T- they have no idea how much time it took, um, and just you know, through negotiations of all this to make this happen. You know, they have no idea. It's it's yeah, gonna be groundbreaking. Well, Looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead. So sorry, guys. I'm I'm a. Real quick, because uh, our, our show tonight's a little shaken up. It's a little different. One could even say it's outlandish. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, we're going to be looking for questions in the chat. Fill us up. Hit us with questions. Let's answer them, okay? We're mm-hmm. going to do that also at some point. So go ahead and start filling them up. We'll, get, we'll be looking throughout the night, okay? Let's do it. Let's Ryan, do it. You got anything else? 
Uh, no, just, um, you know, make, make sure you guys are liking, sharing, um, follow us, um, especially on Twitter. Um, share with us some, you know, wrestling talent, whether it be a big name, you know, small or not as well-known name. Um, let us let us know. We will get in contact with them. We'll get them on the show. We will burn up an hour just talking about wrestling, guys. That's yeah, right. and if there's someone who we've already had on the show, mm-hmm. you know, your Brian Malones, your Beer City Bruisers, your Caprice Coleman's, Ryan your Nova, Bobby Cruz, your Ryan Nova. It's the mm-hmm. Fab Five. Am I missing anyone? I feel like I'm missing someone. Well, You're missing the guys from Next Generation Wrestling. Next Gen yeah, Wrestling. Nigga. I don't know why yeah. that one. They were the first, the first interview. Mm-hmm. If there's someone you want to hear back on the show, let us know. We'll reach out to them. All right. We're all about talking wrestling. We got some of the best people in the world on the show. So mm-hmm. we'd love to keep it up. And hey, speaking of those guys from Next Gen Wrestling, uh, one of their uh, the talents that would have been at that show that uh, down there uh, was on AEW Dynamite. Yeah, it's actually Mr. Pineapple Pete. Poor Pineapple Pete. Petey, baby. I feel bad. Real quick, I feel really bad because I, I, I was sitting here with Pat watching AEW, and Jericho uh, eats the first corner attack. And I turn to Pat and I go, "Man, it'd be really cool if Jericho just catches someone with a Judas effect when they're going for a corner attack." And then a minute later, that's what happened. I, it's my fault. It's my uh, fault. I cursed Pineapple Pete. So I'm, I'm here to publicly apologize. Okay. Uh, and to the best of my ability, Shug D, Pineapple Pete, the only way I can make it up to you is to give you an open spot on the show whenever you want. Right, right. And, yeah. uh, and you, in that way, Brian, that way, Matt, you can po- apologize to him, you know, face to face. Because you owe it to him. You owe it I to owe him. it to him. It's my fault. You definitely do. That so, is so. your fault. <laughs> You are completely responsible for Pineapple Pete losing against okay. Jericho. Absolutely. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Money in the Bank or do we want to start with the Dark Side of the Ring? Well, we Can don't we want to not talk about Money in the Bank, please. Can we just yeah, I want to. I want to. I think that chronologically we should. Yeah, we yeah. should. We don't want to, but we should. So, first thing that happened on Can the I just pre-show? start off with arguably only the positive? Thing that immediately came from Money in the Bank. Okay, what that? It was that? only two and a half hours. That's true. Um, it was the shortest paid pay per view I think was since 1990. Something yep. like that. Poof. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, so your quick rundown. Let me real quick make sure I'm not going to miss a match because I feel like I'm gonna. Um, even though it was just this past weekend, it feels like that was forever ago. It feels like you know we don't care because even though we love we love the sport of professional wrestling, it was a waste of three and a half hours. It it felt like a Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I, I don't I don't know what else I can really say about it. I, I don't want to bury I'll, it I'll, too I'll, hard, but well, I'll, I'll say this: oh, if we, if we skip it, right it was to, bad. Well, the tag team match wasn't horrible. I think the the Lucha House Party is starting to grow on me. I mean, those guys are. Are doing some better things. the 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 finish to that match was utter garbage. Yeah. The way they, you know, threw out they, they throw Jackson Riker out after they're explaining that it was okay for him to be there because it was a four way match that was stupid. And but that match wasn't bad. That match was that that match was decent for what it was. And that's all the good I have to say about the whole show. Uh, so here's your, your quick rundown of, of what happened, all right? So Jeff Hardy defeated Cesaro on the pre-show. Um, not a big surprise there. Jeff Hardy yeah. just coming back from injury. Um, the New Day retained against the Forgotten Sons, Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, ho, ho, and Lucha House Party. Um, in a swerve, it was supposed to be R-Truth versus MVP. Instead, Bobby Lashley decided it was time to put down R-Truth. Uh- can I just say, ballin? Yeah, that guy, our truth is money. He's he is so so an entertaining person to just be abused the way he does. But it's just you, you can't do anything to make him not be over. You know, uh, our truth. I joke around with Matt and Pat at the uh, house, and I have a persona called JJ Buckets. 
Benny Bucket. Mm. It's JJ. And he has the patented double step back. Our truth oh. gimmick infringed that on Sunday night. He did. Uh-oh. He did. All right, tell us what other garbage is on the show. Uh, <laughs> after that, we had Bailey defeating Tamina. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Poor uh, Tamina. Matt, what was it? This was Tamina's first singles match for the Extreme Rules 2014, I believe. Okay, and she missed she missed a clothesline like right at the beginning, and then she missed a kick later on. And then oh the God. funniest thing ever was when she was chasing Sasha around the ring and she was supposed to catch her by the foot and she was so slow and out of breath she couldn't catch Sasha. And it and it was hilarious. <laughs> Blown up, Dwight. <laughs> she was she was blown up chasing Sasha around the ring. Professional wrestling. <laughs> no, I feel bad for her, but it's still it was it was hilarious. Uh, after that, we had Braun Strowman retained against Bray Wyatt. Now, mind you, not the fiend, Mister Rogers. Mm, doesn't matter. Um, didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. I did say, um, I did say in my predictions video that if it was Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt, then Ron would retain. Um, this looks like though it's going to carry into backlash because early leaks of the backlash trailer has, you know, the blue eyes. You know how you would normally see it. Um, half is Bray Wyatt with the fiend mask, and then the other half is Braun Strowman. Uh, with the uh, black sheet mask. Nice. It is going to be a mask match. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're making up for doing stupid things with the fiend. Um, you know, that's probably how they should have done uh, that whole gimmick from the with beginning. Rollins. And they're and they're yeah with, with the, and and have Bray and the fiend be two different people, but. Yep. Uh, at least they're catching up. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but I mean, it wasn't a good match. But um, no. you know, yeah, I mean, uh, some of the strong. psychology towards the end was I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It made sense. It was just one of those ones where, like, eh. yeah, and I and I'm pretty much about, after the whole tweet thing during the coronavirus thing. I'm I'm pretty much off the Braun Strowman train for sure. Screw him. Well, well uh, Dwight, he was he was he was there wrestling, earning a living. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I will say his bills. The only thing I was scared about is at the end of the match, Braun steps on the uh, black sheep mask, and when he goes to fall, it flies out from under his foot, and I thought he was about to break something of somebody's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Poor Braun. I I don't know. I with this the the he's he's such an all, I mean it's all catchphrases all the time. <laughs> so it's hard to listen to him talk. I can't take him seriously. I'm sorry. Um are you a professional wrestler though if you don't say your catchphrase? Yeah, but he needs to have a manager is what he needs. He needs yes. a guy like Bray Wyatt in his life. That's you know what he who needs. he needs? Or that someone who's trust fund approved. I'm yeah, just that, saying. you know, well, but you're right. I mean, that's he needs a mouthpiece. He can't yeah. just be a monster. I get that. Um, following that, we had Drew McIntyre retain against Seth Rollins, and really a pretty good match. I just, I really struggled with this one. Um, I, I don't really have anything to complain about. It was good. I just think at this point, I was just struggling with the show. Right. Um, I think that was the biggest thing after. Really, after the Bailey Tamina match, it was hard to get me into it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you at the end you got Rollins shaking his hand, so he's kind of going face. And then the next night he's like, Catatonic. I don't know, he's born again. I, 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 I don't know. I just um, he doesn't know what's going on. He blacked <coughs> out when he yeah, tried to kill yeah. Mysterio for the second time this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, that is they, 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 they. They play up Becky, and she's the ultimate face. She's the ultimate face, right? She's the baby face hero um, of the women's division, and they've made this whole big, big connection with she and Seth Rollins, who's the big heel on Raw. And it's like it doesn't work. It well, real life. Now you're not over. supposed and to. So, know. Yeah. Uh, well, you. I mean, they advertise it like crazy for when he was a face, and now he's yeah. a heel. 
and she's going to have a baby and like they don't know what to do with them the, the problem is is seth rollins in wwe never works as a face he own he, he really no. it's just not natural to him and so i think i don't know what they're going to do with him but it was bizarre during the pay-per-view it was bizarre and wrong well, the, this Monday Night Messiah, I, I, I was like ready to get behind, mm -hmm. but he's not like chicken shit heel Seth Rollins. He's like, See? I don't know. The, 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 the problem is, is like nobody can act. The only real heel is MJF. Like, it's like you, you, you can't talk about anybody. You can't be mean to anybody. Like people, like, you know, these people are bad people and bad, bad guys per se, mm -hmm. but they don't really get heat. You know, like, and right. when you don't get heat or you don't do any of sometimes of the heel stuff, then you're just kind of like a, I don't, a villain. You're not a, you're not a bad person. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Jeff, the it's WWE just, is so anti-bullying. They, there can't be any heels. You have to be, yeah, you, right. you can only be a villain. You can't talk bad like, about anybody. They don't cut promos on each other. Like there's nothing fiery. It's just all scripted promos that talk like this and this is why i'm gonna beat you well yeah and but <laughs> this is the next segment of nobody talks like this speaking yeah. of did I, did anybody else hear uh swerves our promo from last time on nxt <laughs> yeah that's what I text yeah. everybody yesterday i said well swerves sounded like a robot a wb robot <laughs> yeah it was horrible <laughs> yeah what happened to that guy i don't know next but i i think that the as far as the the, the villains and the bad when you and, and it would be different if we didn't have something to compare it to. But you see Wednesday night, you see Chris Jericho, you see um, MJF, you see Jake Roberts. You see these guys that are cutting yeah. heel promos, you and know, even on impact. Like, oh, my gosh, Moose. If you look at Moose on impact, I mean, the, uh, his whole, vid his his whole video. Name, TNA World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion. Yeah, but you know, Moose the funny thing is. Did you see the video he cut on on a Tuesday night on Impact where it was he had clips of all the old guys and they weren't talking about him but he had it it clips so they were talking about like they him were, they were putting they were putting him over I mean that was hilarious you know and yeah. it's like who do you have who's your top heel in WWE you, uh, you don't have one because no one can yeah, get any heat uh, hey. Orton right nobody knows no, no. I mean, it's or, a Sami Zayn at this could. point. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, it's a joke. <coughs> All the heels are a joke. That's a WWE I, trademark. I, I heels agree. are a I joke. Agree. Well, everyone has to be chicken shit heel. Everyone has to be scared of the baby face. Like, uh, we needed Drew McIntyre, and it really started with him. Finally, we started getting something where mm -hmm. he's just beating people up. Right, and and because he was doing that, it turned him face, and we couldn't just let him keep killing people. Or Joe, Joe. I mean, they right. could have pushed him to the moon, but they're not going to because I don't know why. Uh, you know what I mean? Like He's injury just, prone at this point. Right. Injury prone. Um, no, no, no. And that's like fine, a policy but, violation, I believe. Wellness no, violation. No, that's fine. But I'd argue, if if I can use an eye jack scale, he should have already been pushed and. And it should have already ended by now, at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's just, you know. Well, you know, there's so much. Like, I was, like, we, Baron Corbin, we give, we give really a lot of problems around here because of, you know, that sort of Baron Corbin heat where it's like turn a channel heat. But if you remember when he was didn't doing the lone wolf thing and he won the uh, money in the bank, you know, I mean, that was an intriguing character. He had a decent look. You know, I, he was, and then they he basically pulled the rug. Well, because he came up and said all that crap about uh, concussions, he got punished. And so yep. basically they pulled the rug out from under him and it, it he's never gotten it back. No matter. I mean, he's no. the same guy. They've done interest. Then they did the TGI of Friday's wait, waiter thing. And then. Nope. It's, Applebee's it's, manager. He's never gotten it back. Right. Applebee's man, whatever. But it's like, he's never gotten it back. And he's, he was the closest thing they would have had to like a really good. No, deal. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. The, mm -hmm. the best, the top heel on this program is a guy that's got go home heat, which go home heat isn't always bad, but geez, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're the only one, it is. Mm -hmm. I have sure. something to say about Baron Corbin when we get to the ladder match. All right. Well, let's well here we are. <laughs> Uh, so, so they yeah, have, sorry. so 
the money in the bank at Titan Tower and Stanford happening at the same time. We had both men's and women's. I'm assuming entrance music played over the PA. Mm. Um, uh, why did the women oh start God. in the lobby, but the men started in the gym? Uh, they can meet at the, the snack ring. table. Because, mm. yeah, because like I told you guys a couple weeks ago at WrestleMania, this, that, the, the, the barnyard <laughs> match, whatever, barnyard, not barnyard, wherever barnyard. the hell it was. The Boneyard match was going to lead to more hokey stuff and more entertainment and more stuff like this. So I, we got to watch the women. So I got to watch Asuka jump into an elevator. And, oh, well, one, I, I got to watch everybody catch her as she falls because they're just standing there placing catching her AEW style. Then mm-hmm. she jumps in. Then she jumps in the elevator and like they can't make it to her. And then the girls, they don't take the, the other three elevators next to her. They take the stairs, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, just, duh. Just I, I don't know. I just it's just insane to me that this is what wrestling is, or this is what being well, it's not wrestling, but this is what's being portrayed, and we're all just supposed to also the camera work for the match was bad. Yeah, it, well, they had a camera yeah. in the elevator for an opening, mm-hmm. and then when they went to the security cam for the elevator. Asuka was the only person in there. Right. Right. It's it was look, it, it was one of those things where yeah, a couple edits I could tell too, a couple cuts. Oh yeah. Yes. Like. Well, I, I mean, even in my prediction video, I said that um I was doing it with a huge asterisk because I knew they were gonna overbook the whole thing. Like they were just gonna overdo everything and overthink it and make it too much. And a lot of inside baseball, like the whole thing when Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles are fighting in Vince's office, he makes him put the yeah. chairs back. Yeah, it just uh, like, yeah, it was like, oh, come on. It it's looked just, like it looked like when this thing was done, like like when it was over, just like the Boneyard match. Like I was waiting for there to be like um, credits rolling down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And produced right. by you know blah 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 um, um, and. You know, whoever, you know, co-producer, executive producer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the thing that bothered me the most was the freaking music that they had going. The whole, like, yeah. Caribbean music? Yeah. (laughs) doesn't happen in a wrestling match. It Uh, doesn't happen in a wrestling match. My biggest issue. It doesn't happen in a wrestling match. My biggest issue with it is, so you have Asuka, who has climbed the ladder and about to take the briefcase down. Baron Corbin, who is a man, telling Asuka, who is a woman, when the briefcases are both right above them, and both of them could have won at that same moment, you have yes, Baron yes. Corbin telling Asuka, no. Yeah. 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 Two people that have nothing to do with each other. They both could have grabbed at the same time and celebrated. <laughs> you know, actually, I just thought heels. about this. I actually just thought about this. Uh, could this be a, a throwback to when he and Lacey Evans were working together? Oh God, no, no. I See, just, you're doing, you know, you're trying to make it make sense, man. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Am I missing something that will make this make sense? That's my. You are, point. yeah, yeah. You, you are missing something. You're trying to make sense of it. Yeah, yeah they threw Al- think- they, they they threw Alistair Black to his death. Okay. They killed they Rey Mysterio, Mysterio. twice right. <laughs> in 24 hours. I said this on – I stole this from Cultaholic. So I'm going to go ahead. Cultaholic came up with this idea, and I said it in our Zoom meeting. Or not our Zoom meeting, but just us watching the show on Zoom together. Mm-hmm. Man, AJ Styles is just going to keep dying on pay-per-view. Oh. So I thought he was going to be the one to go all the all did. thing. Well, like, well, you know, because so, he died so, at The Undertaker's hand. They're well, going to so change his name to Kenny and kill him off at the end of every pay-per-view. Well, so there's that. There's also you Elias bastards. who is Elias who comes out of nowhere. Like, where the hell was he the whole time? He comes out of nowhere. You got you got um, uh, AJ Styles that open like, so he's looking – he, he's walking through the place looking for Rey Mysterio when he should actually be going to the, he should be the money in the, the bank. Roof. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's looking for him. Then he opens the door, and there's 
like in no, Undertaker. Kind of it, it's just it's just bad. It's just mm-hmm. bad. It's just Some bad. of the stuff was mm. real weird. Like when he was yeah. in that hallway with the Undertaker poster, and like all the lights just randomly turned off. Yeah, no, no, no. and Dana, Dana Rebecca into a room, the... and it's the Undertaker room. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. happens to be an Undertaker room at Titan Tower. Then Dana Rebecca pulls the thing down, and then Stephanie comes. We don't really know. I guess I hashtag out of nowhere to tell her, like, well, that's not the briefcase. If I was, if I was, uh, if I was Dana, I'd have said, well, then why the hell is it hanging up in this office? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's the so, money in the I'm bank room, take Jeff. This money. Fine. Right. Listen, this is free money. I'm taking this. Right. Yeah, that was my uh, thing. Yeah. There's also uh you there was also the obligatory Tuesday night Titans food fight that we yeah. had. Yep. That yep. when I and saw a, the and a doing cameo. Yeah. Right. We, and uh, and, and then then we also get a pie in the face after the food fight. That was just Yeah. So like, what much. is Paul Heyman doing there? Like I didn't understand rolling the rolling in his spot. grave, Jeff. He is rolling yeah, like, in his grave. <laughs> and another, well, I'm at it too. Shout out to Pat Lilly, who's finally come around and <laughs> who's finally come around to the same place I I came around to about two years, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Oh my gosh! After the pay per view, wait, 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 is, wait, wait, wait. Before we do on. that, before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about who won. Did we already say who won the men's? Have we skirted around that? Yeah. No, not skirt. yet. We skirted well, around then, and, then, and then, and then, why I'm at it. No disrespect to Otis. I'm sure he's fine. I but we love have a, Otis. We, and that's fine. But we have, have a bumbling idiot. We have a bumbling idiot that, like, can't talk. He grunts. <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't get it. So, Monday. and then he wins. Like, I, I it just, it just, it, for me, it was bad all the way around. It was just bad all the way around. And, and again, I get it. I'm sure he he's is, a good. He is a good wrestler, and and I'm sure he can be good on the mic. But like, he's the hottest thing on SmackDown, and I appreciate that. But that's fine. But why can't he talk? Damn it! I don't understand. Like, wh- why like, is he like he does, or just like he does? He says steaks and weights. And okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and also, mm-hmm. what about heavy machinery? What are we doing there? Uh, they're going to win the tag team belts because they're going to use the money in the bank briefcase to cash in on the tag team belts, which mean nothing in WWE. So that's a pretty weird way of saying he's going to lose it to Baron Corbin next week. So here, so here's an interesting question: Do you think that that that, that the whole Otis angle of him winning the money in the bank briefcase to cash in on the tag titles? Do you think that's a jab at the revolt after their thing on Talk Is Jericho? Who cares? No, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, right. yeah. Who cares? I think, I think, like, if you listen to that, well, we all listen to that podcast that it, they're so <laughs> over. Vince, Vince doesn't care. You know, I'm like, they're so over tag team wrestling that it's, they could care less. Yeah, he's been making tag teams a joke for, for 40 years. I mean, it's, yeah, this he, is, he, he does. He, yeah, he's never liked tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's hold on to that idea of tag team wrestling real quick. Yeah, the women's Um, money in the bank winner, if we haven't said it, was Asuka, which brings us to Monday. Which I wait, wait, wait. I was so happy that Asuka won. I didn't care how horrible or how little I enjoyed the match. Mm -hmm. I was like, finally, we're giving Asuka her due, and and. Mm. At least she won it. Uh, That was my thought. It may have been horrible, but. Okay, yeah, can Matt, I go ahead and retort to that? Um, what what does this mean for her long term? Okay, not knowing what we know now, obviously, but her winning Money in the Bank. I mean, she was going to take she, it off. Is the bank. she? A, mm-hmm. Is she a Hall Hold on. Is she is she a Hall of Famer? Where where she stands? Who Oscar? Not yeah. WWE. Here's the thing. No, you, not got to look at it. She has a lot of credentials. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, first women's Royal Rumble winner, correct? Yep. Yeah. On top of that, she's literally done everything. She's the only person well, who have okay. done everything yeah. for the women. Well, the one, women. let's get this out of the way. The WWE Hall of Fame is a joke. So there's yeah. there's that cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, two, has she done enough? I mean, I mean, I guess yes. I mean, technically yes. I mean, okay, is Oscar great? Absolutely. But the way she's portrayed, it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm. no one's ever going to take her seriously anymore, unless she just starts like back to her like her heel, just beating people up and not dancing and yelling. But other than that, 
Like, I guarantee you, she'll have this belt, God bless, six months maybe. Mm-hmm. Who does she lose won't, it to? Won't even make that. She I, I, she won't make that. She, 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 she won't make six months. Also, she won't is, make it. Is Oscar well, she going to lose to Liv Morgan because isn't Lacey on SmackDown? Oh, we have the invitation cross brand invitation. Oh there. God! So it's just the wild card rule. Yes. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. We're going oh, yeah. back to the wild card that, rule. Yeah. Wild card rule is back. Is Roman Reigns back then? It's the no. cross. It's oh. the cross brand. Uh, cross brand invitation. I thought it was brand to brand invitation. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it but it's the wild card rule. It's the wild card rule. Here yeah. is the here is. Interesting. All right, go go ahead. Someone tell them what happened on Monday. So, uh, Monday night, we open up with the briefcase sitting in the ring. No, Becky brought it down to the ring. Oh, did Becky bring it down? Okay, well, either way. Becky, brought, Becky and the briefcase are in the ring. And Becky brings Asuka into the ring. And Becky's talking, and like she's like, you thought you won a chance at the championship, but you haven't seen inside the briefcase because there's a code. She unlocks the code, opens up the briefcase, and the belt falls out. And then she goes, the match wasn't for a contract to the title. It was for the title. And then Asuka takes the title, does her little dance thing around the ring, gets up to the uh, ring announcer table, and is dancing up there, then comes back to the ring. Yeah. Uh, and Looks then, like dang Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of calms down and Becky's like you go be a warrior I'm gonna go be a mom and right. you can tell the like sh- I think that was like real like her breaking it to everybody outside of the very select few who actually knew about it because if Oscar didn't know about it that about it she fucking sold it mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I- what, what, no, which is which is probably what they should have done, and hopefully they did do that. But like, it got broke hours before. Mm-hmm. But, but but no, no, I'm sure you're right. But but at the end of the day, like it, it was weird watching, um, Becky have a moment with Oscar. Oscar? I was like, well, this this but doesn't you know look what? right. Oh, Nobody was ready for Oscar, Becky. Why does Oscar real. care? This right. entire reign, uh, it, Oscar's, Oscar's giving her the best matches. Mm-hmm. Not she, the best matches, but. Yeah. Took the SmackDown Women's Title off her. Uh, beat her again at Royal Rumble when she won the Rumble. I mean, that's, I mean you're not wrong, but it, it, it couldn't be the tag titles off him. Really, Oscar took the Charlotte Flair role. It would have been better if she wasn't blown up. Not blown up. If she didn't do her 15 minute like Agreed. insane walk mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. thing to run back into the ring and then try to be serious. Well, no, I can't take you seriously now after you've been playing charades for 10 minutes. Yes, Ryan. That's a hand up. Ryan. Um, who is the father? Oh, obviously it's Seth. Who? Seth. It's Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, Dwight, I'm Whoa. not sure that's how genetics works. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know this. And time be- to be- uh, that Becky be- Lynch beating Ronda Becky- Rousey everything. Well, Becky's a man. Mm. Just remember, guys. It didn't take Becky going on an impregnation vacation. That's true. Aren't you guys? Um, aren't you guys ready? Aren't you guys so, ready from a uh, uh, Aren't you guys ready for a year and a half from now when the angle is actually it's not it's not Seth Rollins' baby? <laughs> <laughs> you guys like uh, We're gonna have yeah. another hornswoggle Vince McMahon treatment. It's Vince McMahon's child. Yeah, we're and we're gonna somehow fold leukemia into it. Roman Reigns is the dad. That's how it's gonna be. Oh so, no! Wait, but this is appropriate because this What's, is oh no, Ryan. Really or Ray Mysterio. Right. Or Ray Mysterio so, will be the dad. Guys, Dominic doesn't have any dads anymore. <laughs> real quick, okay, Ryan. real quick, Zero. Ryan. I'm gonna call on you. Okay. Oh great, thank you. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> well, no, no, I thought you had your hand up. So I did. Here's the thing. Both Roman Reigns is out taking care of his twin, his his newly born twin sons. Who? Roman Reigns. Who? Joe. Roman Reigns. Other Samoan no. Joseph. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've heard of him on the show as of late. Oh yeah, you don't no. talk about him on SmackDown anymore. No. But he's you don't talk about him. Period. T- taking care of his new children. It's weird because he had twins to say new children. Uh, mm-hmm. And Becky Lynch is pregnant. All right. So, 
A lot of interesting things. <sighs> yeah, you basically okay. demolished the top of your card in like two well, weeks. Well, as they say, they demolished it, but... I well, think... Let's, let's, hey, uh, go ahead, Ryan, and I'll, I'll chime in. Yeah. Two things. I think Mox needs to get a shield, like now. So that he doesn't... <laughs> Um, second, it just came up. Um, Seth said, I took this a few moments after we got the best news of our lives, and I don't think I don't think could have captured anything more beautiful. And then it's like, you know, Becky with like uh you know, with the like pregnancy you know, the pregnancy test. test. And look yeah. how like unexcited mm. she looks to be a mom. <laughs> she looks so depressed. And mm -hmm. I'm just, like like, hey, why are you making me take a picture of this stick I just pissed on? <laughs> Like what? Are, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, he, he, it's not the first time that he's fumbled social media. But anyway, I was going to say, Jeff, uh, you you and I are the old school wrestling representatives. Uh -huh. uh, you remember a company back in the early two thousands, late nineties, where you would have the top stars take four, five, six months off and go away. <laughs> And uh, they would have to redo pay-per-views because certain people wouldn't show up or they had a hangnail and they were on a guaranteed contract. So it didn't matter. And that's, I mean, honestly, the end of WCW, you would, I mean, I was at a, a pay-per-view event that was supposed to have the giant versus Kevin Nash that Kevin Nash no showed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Th those things started to happen. You have Scott Hall gone for months. You'd have, I mean, different guys were out for months and months at a time, and it just wrought, it was just havoc with the well, with the, I mean, the booking. Just a same thing's going on now. It's like, I mean, this has been going on with injuries, but now it's, I mean, here we are uh, again. It, I mean, life happens, but I'm sorry, I think guaranteed contracts are, are that's what causes it. I mean, you're gonna get paid, take some time off, whatever. I think it's a very interesting conversation, though. Um, I think it's been brought up. Um, in the past a couple times about WWE having an off season um, right. or like just like a split schedule. I think, I think the past two months have shown that a WWE needs fans because without the yeah. fans, everything else lacks in comparison yeah. Two, I don't think the roster has the star power to give a handful of guys like a couple months off and then bring them back and then vice versa. I don't, I don't think they can do it. The issue is they I, haven't built anybody. God bless you. You know what, Ben? Listen, I'm not taking credit for this, but boy, you are coming around to a – you're rounding into form into a very, very, very smart and, and um, quality wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. Continue. 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 Yeah, no. They just don't have – they haven't built anybody up. Well, like, no, dude, yeah, you, you – the, the top guys are the top guys, and no one else is the top guy. Yeah. Yes. It's almost it's not like, like oh, portray. Hey, here's yeah, a like. Almost, there's no. Go, it's, go you're a top guy or you're a bottom guy. Mm -hmm. There's no. Hey, here's a like a middle tier guy who can you know go back and forth between two pictures. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's 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 all how you portray people, and the sword cuts both ways. You can't have. I think this is AEW's problem. On the other end, is that that everybody can wrestle which is not their fault but like everybody looks like a good top guy well if everybody looks like a top guy you don't have a top guy you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then the other way around if if you only have two or three guys that are on that level and everybody else is just peanuts well nobody well, cares about anybody else you know well the sad part about it too really is not in, in wwe is not that it, it isn't that they don't have those people you have guys that were top guys the other places yeah. yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. You have Shinsuke Nakamura. You have uh, Bobby Roode. You have guys who are world champions, you know, that have been at the top yep. of the card. They're there, and they just run them in the ground. You know, it's it's no, they make they a do. joke out it's of them. What have you done with Bobby Roode since bringing him up to main card? Right. Shinsuke Nakamura is, is a joke wrestler. Oh, even our truth. Our truth has been a top guy and can be a top guy. Yeah. And you make gender Mahal. General right. Hall, it took me so long to get behind, not get behind him, but like it took him so long. And then after a while, I was like, okay, you know what? General Mahal's a top guy, you know, for, for what it's worth. Yeah. And then as soon as they got out of India slash Saudi, he was gone. Yep. We they, all knew that was happening, though. No, no, no. Yes. But I mean, yes. But I just figured like he may, you know, 
be on the card at some point, or I, I don't know, you know. Well, he now. also got injured. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and 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 that's fair. But I mean, just it's all on how you portray things and and build things. And again, we're just smarks, you know, flapping our gums. But it's it's not hard to portray people correctly or or portray multiple people. That's that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Well, if you watch Tuesday night, like I well Tuesday night also on Fox Sports, uh, they had a replay of WrestleMania three, and I watched the whole thing again. Um, and it's that's exactly how WWE is today. The match at the top of the card was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Epic, you know, epic match, once in a lifetime kind of thing. But the rest of the card, okay, I was I, I looked at it on paper and I went, ah, oh, it's garbage except for Steamboat Savage. And then I watched it and I went, wait a minute, you know, Adrian Adonis was a pretty good wrestler. You know, yeah. you had the yeah. British Bulldogs. Uh, Heart yeah. Foundation, you know, that six-man match. I mean, there was good people on that under that yeah. mid-card and undercard. And and if but if you ask, you know, if, if you ask a casual person, it was Hulk Hogan against Andre, and you go, Yeah, well, you know that that probably one of the greatest wrestling matches ever happened on that card, too. And that wasn't it. You know, she's Ricky Steamboat and, and No, it wasn't. And and so and I, I don't know. I watched yeah, Jake the Snake against the honky tonk man. I mean, you had good matches on that whole yeah. card. And it's Having just watched Money in the Bank and then I watched WrestleMania three, I was like, oh gosh, oh how f- oh, everyone used to be able to wrestle <laughs> and talk, yeah. yes, <laughs> and now so and now it's so or, different. Or, or even even if you fast fast forward to the Attitude Era, which was great and that everybody loves, with but low key killed the business. Um, so you go there and you tell them you got Rock, you got Stone Cold, you got um, unfortunately. Um, you got Jericho, you got Benoit, you got all these guys, and you and, and they could they handled it then. You know what I'm saying? They could manage the tiers. You know, you had guys getting belts mm-hmm. at times, and now you have two belts, and you can't find the right people or pr- find the right scenario or situation for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so I just looked it up. Uh, Mahal had a knee injury and was out scheduled to be out six to twelve months, and he was about mm-hmm. out for about nine. So. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and and I mean you can you get hurt you get hurt. Yeah, I'm just dying for New Japan. I'm just, I just I need it so bad. I just I'm dying for New Japan wrestling. Uh, Battle w- Riot Battle Riot is happening right now. WWE and AEW ain't in it. <laughs> AEW is fine, but Lord knows WWE ain't it. Mm. So, well, there's also Impact Wrestling and NWA. Oh, well, well, and, I still watch and, all and, and Ring of Honor. Okay. No, no, no. I watch all those, but I'm just saying, like, nobody, those are the black sheep. Nobody, you know, you got to actively, actively search those out to, you know, to some point. Schmucks will turn on AEW and, and mm-hmm. WB because it'll come right to the living room. Anybody watch ROH TV this week? Or Dark Side of the No, Rain? I'm one. We all, I think, watch Dark Side. Yeah, yeah on, I'm one behind on our watch. watch our, this week was uh, was Marty. They focused on Marty, Marty Skrull. And uh, they had the the uh, Marty Okada match from All In, the whole match. Awesome match. Oh, um, so absolutely great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, then we had uh, Dark Side of the Ring, which this week was the Road Warriors. So that's the best thing I watched this week as far as wrestling goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Matt, Brian, opinions on Dark Side? Where, where I do you love Dark Side? Yeah. Um. So, did, was there anything that you didn't know about the Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom that uh? Yes. No. Uh. So I didn't. I I really thought. Um. I feel bad saying this. I really thought Hawko did. Mm. I really thought he did. I didn't know. Um. I did not know that uh he was on the he was recovering he was in a better place i had no idea about that yeah yeah i, I was i i thought it was kind of cool the way i didn't realize that paul ellering was like legit their manager in real life like he was their yeah like, yeah kayfabe manager and their manager but he the was, fact that that he booked them like attractions like abdullah and like andre the giant where they would just bounce around to different tour i remember that happening because i remember him being in the awa um i remember him being in jim crockett you know, I remember I the, I remember them being all over the place back in back in the 80s. And it was so it was like 
uh, it was funny because I didn't know that basically they they didn't even win those belts in Georgia. <laughs> they just they showed up and they were wearing belts. I had a poster of them wearing that belt. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> it's like the national tag team champions is like uh, where do we win? I was like, ah, oh, you won it in a tournament in Chicago. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize it was just a, it was a gift. It was, it was a, that, that belt they gave them was the same as that belt Matt used to carry around, you know. I don't have oh, that yeah. belt down here. D didn't actually win it. No, yeah. And, and uh, another thing too is, uh, I think when you look back to all these dark sides, what you can take away too is just how wild, wild west, and to some just on our age, um, but to some, you know, it doesn't surprise them, but just on how the wrestling business was and just the way they're get, these guys are traveling from here and there to Japan and here and there. Like, it's crazy. It's just, it's just crazy how they're doing these shows and you're here one minute, you're there one minute. Um, you, know, you got Hawk talking to the damn Japanese mafia, you know, <laughs> you, you know, like well, from, from, what what I took away is that like may, like maybe they were using him to like you know like Hawk might have been the pay up guy you know what I mean like you know it's just Steph, it's, I it's hate just to interrupt you but uh, we have a message. You said a message. A message. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, message. Oh oh oh! Look who yes. it is. Oh, trust fund approved. Hello, hello, middle classers of podcast world order. Two weeks mm. ahead of schedule, Jared Silberkleid has come to bless your newly launched podcast with some trust fund talk, some seven figure speech. We're making this thing trust fund approved. Mm. Perfect, fantastic! Wow. Yeah, we just we just discussed earlier that there's a certain. Uh, champion in wwe that needs a mouthpiece i don't know if anyone's contacted you but uh a certain braun Strowman definitely needs somebody to talk for him oh i would love to invest in mr Strowman. nearly 400 pounds he he could be my best asset to date you know I, i'm glad you brought up uh, somebody like me because i could really be of service to uh a lot of people within the industry i mean we were we're at a time when there's so much financial uncertainty and what better way to secure your income than by becoming a trust fund asset. That's, that's what we're, we're all in. I want to ask you guys, actually, are you all doing your part to flatten the curve? And the curve I'm talking about is your plummeting financial numbers. I'm talking about that <laughs> perpetual state of dependency, five-figure purgatory. We've got to stop this whole paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck stuff that's going on here. That's what the dean of old school has been telling these guys. I said, uh, look, you need to take your free money from the government. You need to buy Bitcoin. You need to buy gold. You need to buy ammunition. Um, they don't listen to me, though, because they don't think like you and I. Exactly. Invest compound interest. I mean, not everybody was blessed to have a trust fund from birth like I was. Not everyone is spending their quarantine inside the climate-controlled trust fund estate in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. That's why it's important to manage what you have. And then someday you can have... Uh, you know, a um, a money savers uh, day out uh, for me, basically. Mm. There you go. Some of us, yeah, Take no, notes. some of us are uh, skating, skating decently by. But yeah, uh, you were talking shit. Of, you were like hey, look, you were talking a bunch of mess about being essential, Ben. Let's hear you bring it up now. It's true. Listen, it's true I'm was. a I'm an essential worker. I don't ever claim to make you know no. seven figures. Okay. Or, or four. You were, you're yeah. talking to the guy who's going to be able to help you with that, though. I am. Right. Mr. Silberkleit. Exactly. Call him by what you, you should call him. And you Mr. can all move one step closer. That's actually part of the reason I'm here tonight, is to promote my new merchandise available exclusively at prowrestlingtees.com slash Jared Silberkleit Trust Fund. Did you know that 90% of people who have purchased this shirt have reported as high as 30% increases in their 401k Ooh. within a span of just seven days. Right. Right. Where's my you got phone? me sold. It's a proven Where's... formula. Okay. $20 okay. investment that pays dividends instantly. I bought the shirt and I got paid today. Oh my God. That's like, there you money. go. The proof is right there. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you say that was pro wrestling tees? Uh, give pro us that wrestling again. com slash Jared Silberkleit trust fund and if you want to know how to spell my name it's silberkleit s-i-l-b-e-r-k-l-e-i-t 
And you guys should be excited because we're just two weeks away from May 28th when you're going to get the full Jared Silberkleit experience. We're talking one hour, the untold story of the trust fund, how I went from riches to, well, more riches. <laughs> we can't wait. Thank you. We're, yeah. I, I, we, yeah we're, we appreciate it because I'm sure you're a busy man. I'm sure you're, you're helping people all over the world, right? Well, I'm taking care of my uh, trust fund assets, and of course, uh, my father, Mark Silberkleit, the godfather of the trust fund, without whom none of this would be possible. Thank God. Thank God for him. You do, you're, doing, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, absolutely. I assume, I assume next time we see you, um, you know, you'll, I'm sure we ha you'll have some program that we can start, or you know, you'll have some steps that, that, that we can take to, to better, uh, you know, to, to boost our financial gain. Of course, of course. I, I can't share all my secrets uh, for free, oh. but I can certainly uh, give you guys a little bit, a little bit of a preview. I mean, uh, let's be honest here. Um, it takes a lot of advantages at birth to get to where I'm at. But if someone follows the same principles, I'd say they could, well, better is always available, right? I mean, you can't mm -hmm. possibly sink mm -hmm. any lower. No. Are you right about that? Right, Ben. He's talking Not to you, Ben. No. Uh, yeah, I got that. I got that. I, <laughs> I understand that in two weeks, this is not just, you know, an interview. It's a business meeting. Do we need to make sure we're in proper business attire as well? Uh, won't be necessary. I can't smell you from here, thankfully. Perfect. <laughs> I, uh, I'll be wearing my three-piece <laughs> Because suit. I can go to the Goodwill and get a suit. I mean, it's right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Silberclay, if you can't tell, we need a lot of help. We do. Well, well, hey, I mean, like, like I said, you guys are a new podcast, you know, bursting onto the scene. And I mean, think about what it would do for your reputation going forward to know that you had, you know, the full scale, the most investigative, the most in-depth Jared Silberkleit interview to date. I mean, I'm, I'm here to help you guys as much as I am to help myself. God, well, thank you. Thank yes, you. Cannot thank you enough. I mean, I we mean, can't thank course. you enough. We, we just need to think of this, guys. I mean, this needs to, we need to think of it as an opportunity because that's what this is. This is just a Absolutely. unique opportunity. I'm, I'm just so thankful that we have this. Thank you, Jared. Thank you so much, Mr. Silberclight, sir. That's right. That's right. Uh, and in the comments, I will be posting Mr. Silberclight's Pro Wrestling Tea Shop if anybody would like to buy a shirt to All right. see Fantastic. some uh, increase in their 401k. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm already on it, and I mean I I mean I already right bought now. it because I need a lot of help. So, Brian, you do have or a kid. You're a benefit, guys. That's the spirit. That's what I like to hear. You're you're welcome, guys. I will be speaking with you again in just two weeks, May the twenty eighth. Like I said, we're going to dive full in depth from beginning to end, front to back, the entire Jared Silberclight story, and. Thank you all for allowing me to make this middle class podcast trust fund approved. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys didn't know, this has been the podcast World Order. Okay, good. We did hit it. Good. <laughs>